Welcome to Earth Matters, environmental justice stories from Australia and around the world. Produced in the studios of 3CR in Melbourne and broadcast across this continent via the Community Radio Network. I'm Tisha Nahern. Victoria's native forests are facing a crisis like never before, with species critically endangered and on the brink of extinction, and a logging industry staring down major closures as the state-owned logging company Vic Forests is unable to keep up the supply of native timber to the Hayfield Mill. But how did it get to this point? 20 years ago, state and federal governments created the Regional Forest Agreements, or RFAs, to give what they said was certainty to the logging industry. 20 years later, there is anything but certainty, and our native forests and the species that depend on them, are in crisis. Today, we speak with Ed Hill from the Goongarra Environment Centre about the RFAs and the campaign to save what remains of Victoria's native forests. But first, let's travel back in time and take a trip out to the forests of East Gippsland. Earth Matters producer Juliet Fox visited Goongook in 1997, the year the Regional Forest Agreement started where she spoke to activists involved in blockading the logging. So it's about 5.30 in the morning, it's almost light. Uh, we've had the first wave of police come in and basically what they've done is try and ascertain the level of the obstruction that they're facing, i.e. how many people do they have to unlock or cut off, etc., how many people are in the bush. They've tried to create a media line at the bottom of the hill whereby the media retreat behind that line and to their credit they appear to be refusing to do it because obviously then no one can see what happens in here. Um, as yet no one has moved... Um, I guess there's about 25, yeah, about 25 people. Uh, they're just making another warning now. Um, they don't have the facilities as at the, as yet to actually arrest people. So, I, and it's also not light, so it would be fairly dangerous thing to do potentially. So, I wouldn't do it if I was them. The contractor's on site. He's kind of just getting ready, trying to start working. Um, and it's fairly kind of given how chilly it is. Everyone's quite relaxed and. Um, we have two people locked on very, very well under the log loader with um, some kind of large piping and we have at least one person under the bulldozer. We know we have about seven people who are back in the gully there who will start moving uh, should they be successful in cutting the people off the equipment here. Cam Walker of Friends of the Earth speaking on Monday June the 16th, 10 days after logging began in Goolungook in Victoria's East Gippsland. Well, activists from around Victoria and interstate have taken direct action against the logging of Goolungook since operations began. Michelle, you've been here quite a bit. Do you want to just tell us what's, what's been going on and how you've been involved? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've, um, we've had a blockade here, or we had a blockade here for seven months, and it was busted on the day before World Environment Day, and they commenced logging the next day. And um, we've been in protesting either here or in the, in the department office in Orbost every day since, since that was um, busted. And so far we've had 53 arrests, and I think there'll be more today. Um, we've had people locking onto machinery, we've had people up tripods and monopoles. Um, people feel very passionate about this forest. 
its rare old growth forest uh, with overlap of warm and cool temperate rainforest which is a very rare type of forest and lots of endangered species. I mean you can hear the birds calling now. The government's own reports say it should never be logged um, and they've chosen to ignore that in the current RFA process and um, we feel like there's nothing else left to do than to stand here and, um, and blockade it by, um, by, by this form of protest. Um, and I just hope that, uh, that the government starts listening and makes this a national park as it should be. So they've only been in here for a couple of weeks, but do you want to just maybe describe the view that we've got from here? Okay, we're looking over a pretty massive devastation site already, right in the heart of this magnificent forest. Um, they've only actually had a few um, days of, um, of, of full hours of work. Um, we've, we've slowed them up on most other days, other than two. But um, yeah, it's, um, they've, they've ripped down so many of the big trees, they've smashed through tree ferns, and, um, and we've probably already lost some endangered species here in this forest. What sort of endangered species have we got here? Um, well, there's um, slender tree ferns, yellow elderberry, um, and um, we found the other day, while someone was being chased by a, um, by a cop, um, a skirted tree fern, which, um, which is very rare and has not been found, um, found in, in many areas, and that may already be gone. Um, and some of the animals here are the sooty owl, the um, long-footed potteroo, tiger quolls, um, have um, yeah, lots of endangered animals, like the list is so long, um, and they know all about them. And the tiger quoll was sighted recently in this very coop, and the response from the department is to put that coop straight on the current harvesting list. Michelle van Gerevink in the logging coop at Gulwangook. Juliet Fox for Earth Matters in 1997. The campaign to save Gungook was eventually successful. When, in 2006, the Victorian Labor government finally agreed to protect the forest. Unfortunately, other native forests in East Gippsland continue to be logged. You're listening to Earth Matters, environmental justice stories on the Community Radio Network. Today, we're talking about the crisis facing Victoria's native forests. The Regional Forest Agreement for East Gippsland expired this year and has just been extended for another 12 months. I asked Ed Hill from Gecko to explain the impacts of the RFA on Gippsland's forests. So the Regional Forest Agreement is an agreement between state and federal governments which hands responsibility for the management of our state forests to the states and it exempts all native forest logging from complying with federal environment law. Um, and this exemption um, is conditional on state base, the state-based logging regimes having protections in place for federally listed threatened species. Um, native forest logging is the only industry with an exemption from federal environment law. So a lot of our federally listed threatened species that are protected under federal law through the Environment Protection, Biodiversity and Conservation Act 
um, are not given any protection when it comes to logging in their habitat. And that's because of the exemption through the Regional Forest Agreement. So the East Gippsland Regional Forest Agreement has just been extended for another 12 months. And that means that we'll um, be seeing more logging in um, areas of habitat for federally listed threatened species with this exemption. Um, the RFAs were signed 20 years ago when there was a completely different set of circumstances um, in our forests. Um, since they've been signed, a lot of the uh, threatened species in our forests have dramatically declined. Um, so extending that same regime um, is completely unacceptable because it doesn't take into consideration all of the things that have happened in the last 20 years, like the decline of a lot of the federally listed threatened species, um, things like climate change, things like fire. Um, these things haven't been taken into consideration and the exemption has been uh, extended for another 12 months. Um, and the Gecko Citizen Science campaign um, that we've been running has... We've been doing a lot of surveying through our citizen science program for greater gliders, which are Australia's largest gliding marsupial. Um, when the RFAs were signed, this species was relatively common. However, because of the logging that's been occurring in their habitat, they've now dramatically declined. Uh, in May 2016, they were listed as vulnerable to extinction under federal environment law. However, logging in their habitat in Victoria is exempt from complying with federal environment law. And now the East Gippsland Regional Forest Agreement has been extended with no improvement to the state-based protections for this species. Um, the Greater Glider has some limited protections from logging in East Gippsland. However, it has no protections in other areas of the state where logging is occurring in its habitat. Um, so we've been calling on the Environment Minister, Lily D'Ambrosio, to urgently strengthen the state-based protections for the Greater Glider in light of the dramatic decline that it's undergone because of logging in its habitat and in light of its recent inclusion uh, on the federal threatened species list as vulnerable to extinction. But unfortunately, the state Labor government have extended um, logging's legal exemption through the regional forest agreements without strengthening the protections for greater gliders and essentially with no plan in place for that species. And um, it's very concerning because over the next 12 months, we're going to see uh, logging in greater glider habitat continue with this uh, legal exemption and with no uh, strengthening or improvement to the state-based protections. Um, uh, so... There's an urgent need for Lily D'Ambrosio to uh, strengthen those protections um, and failing to do that would mean that she would be breaching her obligations to ensure that federally listed species um, have those state-based protections in place. Speaking of breaching obligations, uh, the work of Gecko in your citizen science surveys has revealed... Um, information about threatened species such as the greater, greater glider that seems to have been missed or overlooked by the state's logging company Vic Forests. Can you run us through a brief uh, rundown of, of the issues with, with uh, Vic Forests and 
uh, compliance or lack of compliance with the state's uh, own um, regulations and safeguards around native forest logging. Sure. So the native forest logging industry in Victoria is um, self-regulated, really. Um, it, Vic Forests are a, uh, a state-owned logging company who are charged with logging, they're responsible for, for logging these forests, and they're, strangely enough, also responsible for um, identifying areas of threatened species habitat and putting in place protections. Um, which is obviously a massive conflict of interest. It's kind of like putting Dracula in charge of the blood bank, um, where you've got a logging company whose sole interest is uh, cutting down the forest and they're handed responsibility for surveying for protected species like the greater glider and putting in place protections for them before they can log. And, of course, they have no interest in doing that because if they find threatened species, um, then that can reduce the area... Um, that they can log if they if they find species that have state based protections. Um, so some species have state based protections. A lot of them are really weak. Um, but gecko has been getting out there and finding threatened species and doing the work that Vic Forests don't do and that the state government don't do to identify areas of protected species habitat and. We collect data on the presence of threatened species in those forests and we compile them into reports that we submit to the Department of Environment and we apply pressure on the Victorian state government to implement these protections. And a lot of these areas where we're finding the threatened species um, that do have some form of state-based protection, they would be logged unless we're out there um, doing this work. So uh, it's a really ad hoc system where the state... Uh, owned logging company Vic Forest operate um, under, a, uh, under a system of um, where if they don't look for threatened species, they don't find threatened species and then they don't have to protect their habitat and then they can log. So uh, community groups like Gecko are being forced to fill that, that void um, uh, and get out there ourselves and identify areas of threatened species habitat that are protected uh, under some of the state-based laws that we have and make sure that Vic Forest are actually following the law. And we've had some success in the last 12 months. We've um, actually created five new protected areas for greater gliders and forced Vic Forests to stop logging in three areas where we've found greater gliders um, in the densities or in the numbers that trigger legal protection. And in, tw in 2016, Gecko has actually stopped 10 logging operations in East Gippsland um, through identifying um, protected environmental values like threatened species um, or rainforest. And we've reported our results to the government and applied pressure to... Um, to get them to actually enforce these legal protections. Um, that wouldn't be enforced unless the community was out there um, gathering this information and putting that pressure on. There seems to be a number of pressure points coming to bear on native forest logging in Victoria. The wonderful work that Gecko has been doing in, in surveying and finding numerous native uh, threatened, threatened native species in, in the forest in East Gippsland but there seems to be also a number of other pressures. The state government's recently uh, revised down their quota that they're going to be supplying to the, to the mills. Uh, the regional forestry agreements, it was 20 years. It just It's just expired. They've just renewed it for another 12 months. 
Is that saying something about where the government's at and where the industry is at? Yeah, so the fact that they haven't uh, just rolled over another 20-year agreement is indicates that the government knows that they can't keep business as usual for much longer because Victoria is running out of wood. We're running out of forests. And because of overlogging that's occurred under the regional forest agreements, um, Victoria's now um, faced with a massive shortage of timber supplies and the Victorian government has now said that they can no longer supply the largest sawmill in Gippsland at Hayfield um, at the rate that they have been supplying them at for for many, many years. Um, and this is simply because the wood is no longer there um, because of the overlogging that has occurred. So um, there's a threatened species crisis, uh, there's a timber industry crisis, there's a jobs crisis, and there's an urgent need for the Daniel Andrews government to act now to not only secure a future for the forest-dependent species who are likely to go extinct if logging doesn't stop soon, but also to secure um, a future for some of the jobs that are at risk. Is this then the ideal time for people to be uh, taking action, to be getting involved in uh, a campaign, to be getting involved in groups like Gecko, or to be you know, organising out in these communities? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a really critical point in time right now for Victoria's forests where um, there's basically there's no longer enough wood to supply um, the mills at the, at, the, uh, at, at the unsustainable rates that have been in place for, for so many years. And there's also not enough forests left to provide habitat for a lot of these species. Um, the Leadbeater's possum, for example, which lives in the central highlands forests just out of Melbourne, uh, it's listed as critically endangered and scientists who've been studying this species for the last 30 years have been warning the government that unless logging stops in all of uh, all areas of Leadbeater's possum habitat, all of the mountain ash forest in the central highlands, then that species will go extinct. The government's essentially faced with a a choice between either um, continuing to log these forests for another decade or so and uh, to the point where there are there's no wood left to supply the industry and where these species will become extinct or they can act now to um, safeguard a future for these species and protect what remains of Victoria's forests um, and uh, develop jobs in... Uh, other areas such as tourism and um, land management activities such as pest control. Um, and, yeah, there's a whole bunch of opportunities for the government to step in. There was a recent report um, commissioned by the Wilderness Society, um, the NAUS group, a group of economists, um, conducted an economic study into the uh, economic benefits that the declaration of the Great Forest National Park would bring. This is a proposed national park that would protect the Leadbeater's possum habitat. Um, this report found that over 700 um, direct full-time jobs would be created through um, the creation of the park um, and that $70 million would be injected into the economy annually um, if the government was to invest um, uh, $42 million in the creation of the park um, and create some tourism infrastructure 
um, within it. Um, the Hayfield Timber Mill have asked the government for $40 million to keep their operations going. Um, but the reality is, is that this wood that the mills are after is only going to last for about another decade anyway, and there'll be a jobs crisis. Um, uh, there'll be a jobs crisis in another decade, and we won't have um, any forests left or any habitat for these threatened species. So, yeah, it's a really critical point in time and a great time to get active and involved um, and contact uh, Daniel Andrews and let him know that you support the protection of these forests and that if he is interested in creating a viable future for for Victorians and um, and preserving all of uh, preserving the um, the values within these forests that supply us with our water with our clean air with regulating our climate with providing a home for our wildlife let him know that this is an issue and it's critical that we apply pressure on the Andrews government in the lead up to the election next year in 2018 to really make this um, an election issue um, and provide that political imperative for for them to act to, to protect these forests. If, um, if any listeners are interested in getting involved with citizen science surveys, which are finding threatened species and holding Vic Forest and the state government accountable, um, you can visit Gecko's website. It's gecko.org.au um, for more information. Um, there's a citizen science page there where you can find out about upcoming survey camps where people come out and we teach threatened species survey techniques. And there's a whole bunch of uh, online actions that you can take. There's also uh, a really fantastic citizen science group called Wildlife of the Central Highlands, or WOTCH, W-O-T-C-H. These guys are doing incredible work uh, surveying for the critically endangered leadbeater's possum in the mountain ash forest of the Central Highlands. Um, They keep finding leadbeater's possums where Vic Forests fail to look, and they are having... um, a lot of success in in stopping logging in some of the last areas of habitat for our faunal emblem, the leadbeater's possum. And you can so you can check out Watch on Facebook. They've got a Facebook account, um, and you can message them there and um, get involved with surveys and help them save these last areas of habitat. Ed Hill from the Goongarra Environment Centre, the Basin Creek Rainforest Complex near the Snowy River in East Gippsland, is also under threat from logging. The WTree community have produced a video calling out for public support. Just a few kilometres east of the Snowy River National Park lies the Basin Creek Rainforest Complex, a forest of outstanding natural beauty and one of the largest areas of unprotected rainforest left in Victoria. This is home to ancient trees, clear-running creeks and the beautiful Emerald Falls. On January 17, 2017, Victorian government-owned logging agency Vic Forests began to clear fell log this iconic area. Vic Forests has ignored the law and begun logging without conducting adequate endangered species surveys first. In an emergency response, a team of citizen scientists has entered the area and surveyed for endangered species, already discovering the threatened Orbos spiny crayfish and sooty owl and has forced Vic Forest to reduce the area of forest it plans to clear fell.
Vic Forest plans to clear fell the entire steep ridge below, destroying the biodiversity of the forest and leaving the fringing rainforest exposed to drying out and wildfire, while the creek ecology will be damaged by logging sediment and runoff. 60 years of industrial logging has drastically reduced the amount of natural forest left in East Gippsland, and areas like the Basin Creek Rainforest Complex are some of the last examples of pristine natural forest in Victoria. We've made this video to show Victorians what is really happening to the precious rainforest of East Gippsland. If you are concerned about what you have seen, call the Victorian Environment Minister, Lily D'Ambrosio, and demand she halt the operations of Vic Forests and stop the clearfell logging of Basin Creek Rainforest Complex. Together we can protect this iconic area for future generations to enjoy. Audio there from a video produced by the Environmental Media Foundation. And there's an online petition you can sign to show your support. Just search for Save Basin Creek Rainforest Complex. And to support the work of Gecko and to get involved, go to geco.org.au or find them on Facebook. You've been listening to Earth Matters, Community Radio's National Environmental Justice Program. I'm Tisha Nahern. If you missed any of today's show, you can find our podcasts at 3cr.org.au forward slash Earth Matters. Earth Matters would like to thank the Community Broadcasting Foundation for their financial support and the Community Radio Network for getting the program out to you. Earth Matters is produced in the studios of 3CR in Melbourne, on Wurundjeri Country. You can contact us on 03 9419 8377 via email at earthmatters3cr at gmail.com or on our Facebook page. I hope you can tune in next week for more Earth Matters.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.